Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Philadelphia. We just added a second show, 6 p.m., October 2nd, City Winery, Philadelphia. Get your tickets, 8 p.m. sold out, 6 p.m. Come on down, have some wine. We're going to have a great time. Go to citywinery.com, Philadelphia, and you'll be able to get the tickets. $20 tickets, going to be a blast. Also, San Diego, Pacific Beach area, coming down there, August uh, 28th, 29th, excuse me, Sunday, August 29th, I will be at the Ale Smith Brewing Company. It's a big anniversary party for them Sunday night with Ian Bag and Jesse Mae Peluso. Three big time fun headliners for you at the Ale Smith Brewing Company in, I think, San Diego Pacific Beach. That's going to be fun. Come down August 29th, Sunday night, Philadelphia, and on and on and on. Here's a new episode of Cover to Cover. Cover to Cover with Chris Franchola. Cover to Cover on Patreon. Gonna get there. Have some patience. Brian Johnson. I think he's back in ACDC. They fired him for a minute and now he's back. They've had some ups and downs in the last couple of years. Here we go, everybody. For those about to rock, this is what I want my life to be. I want, you know, if I was like a relief pitcher, this would be the song I come into. I kick the door open and I come to throw three strikes at the, you know, the biggest home run hitter in baseball I come the crowd goes insane I walk from the bullpen to the mound this is what plays in my head as I listen to these songs I'm still that person who fantasizes about striking out whoever 
Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But what would happen is I would come in, I would throw four balls, I would walk him, and the next guy would get a home run. And that would be the end of the game, and I would walk off. But anyway, that I don't know if anybody uses that one as their walkout music, but because I think it has too long of an intro. But there it is. That is for those about to rock by ACDC. And you guys are about to rock. That's why we started with that. Because we're here we are, another episode of Cover to Cover. Back on a Thursday, depending upon when you're listening. We release it on Thursday. Your choice. Um, Alex is here. Alex is here. Alex uh, looks like he went to the McCafe this morning. I did. Uh, I'm noticing Alex has a huge iced coffee from the McCafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and normally Alex is a iced uh, Starbucks guy. Yep. Why did you choose McCafe today? It was on the way. It was on the way and <laughs> it, was it was a drive through Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I was going to go to a drive through yesterday, Alex. I could not go because I got my front windows tinted Ooh. and I can't roll them down for two days. Okay. I didn't realize that was going to be the case, but I wanted that car, not unlike the story I was just telling about wanting to be a relief pitcher. I, want, I wanted the car that's blacked out um and you can't see me so yeah. i did it uh i went to a you know a, i see them all over the place tint guy tint i went to a tint guy and you pull in and i don't i he could have told me tinting cost five thousand dollars or tinting cost twenty five dollars mm. i have no idea so i went and i said how much to tint these two windows the two front windows the other ones are already done yeah uh he said that that'll be 60 bucks 30 yeah. bucks a window. I said, let 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Right now. And he's he out there doing it. It's just a piece of plastic. He mm-hmm. gets a hair dryer out and kind of does it, you know, and it's all done. Now I'm, I'm in. I'm blacked out. You're there. No fucking around. I felt like it was getting, you know, because of whatever you want to talk about, whether the world's getting hotter or it's not, It's it certainly feels like it where I'm living. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I felt like I was getting in the car and this shit was, I was burning up. Mm. You so, got leather? I got leather, oh, yeah. Alex. How dare you? Of course, I got leather. I'm doing very well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's hot in there, and then mm-hmm. the sun shines on my face, and that that thing that you bring down and the you visor? move the visor. It doesn't. It doesn't hit me. Nope. So uh, it doesn't work. It's too small. I could get the visor extension that I see in, but that's like for old people. Yeah, what are you, a hundred? Yeah. I know. So I don't want, and I don't want to get those big giant wraparound sunglasses mm-hmm. that I see the old people wearing. I'm not there yet. Yeah. So I got the, the tint and shit's rocking. Anyway, let's, enough of all that. There are some stories to get to in the news. And I was just a- asking Alex how I can do uh, on Patreon and maybe even on here. We might be throwing up some like uh, breaking news podcasts, maybe some short ones, depending upon how long we need to talk about it. Like in the case of this uh, Cuomo, yeah, Andrew Cuomo broke yesterday. He resigned. We talked about it on Patreon the day before, and basically I said exactly what he said. I said <laughs> you did. I I said that this guy. And I wasn't excusing his his actions. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, as a guy who grew up with all Italians on Long Island, th- makes sense. I, this guy does, it doesn't surprise me anything that I heard, you know, because mm-hmm. he's an Italian guy, and he basically said exactly that. He yeah. goes, "I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. Yeah, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. So it's my culture. Yeah, it's my culture. So that's what he said. And uh, but he's done. It's over. Uh, he has to resign. And here you go. There's another one. 
you j- and I, it didn't seem like there, anybody was seemed very upset about it. No. I, you know, I don't live in New York anymore, so New York politics doesn't really concern me. But I believe this is the third governor now who has left on some sort of walk of shame. Yeah. Uh, there was the guy who was getting hookers before him. Oh, okay. Uh, remember that? He was caught with that hooker. What was his name? Oh, God. It's right on the tip of my tongue. But I'm not exactly sure he made it to governor, but he was running for governor. Uh-huh. Uh, it'll come to me, his name. But he was he had to go. And then there was another guy, a uh, black guy with kind of a wonky eye. I believe he had to go for whatever reason. I'm not sure what it was. So this might be the third in a row, governor who had to... Elliot Spitzer. That's it, Elliot Spitzer. Oh, remember the Elliot Spitzer shit? He was getting high-end hookers, having a time of his life. I do remember. I was in high school for this. I do remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot, oh, ju- Emperor's Club. That was that like yeah. escort service. You that just they pissed had off everyone. the entire audience t- saying that you were in high school during this. Oh, well, yeah. Most of us were like, we remembered. It seems mm. like a year ago where our lives were rolling along. Alex was like, I was in high school. Oh no, I just remember. I remember yeah. it very well. It was a good one. It was. A, it was a fun Wasn't one. That like a madam that had like a bunch of big people, yeah. and they were trying yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, she was a good looking. Guy. I forget her name too, but mm. this is like I remember that story. Like hi to Chelsea lately. Mm. We this was gave us fodder for weeks yes. that uh that story so anyway th- there you go i believe it's the third new york governor i it goes back to you know uh, you get to a point where you're you're cuomo and you're spitzer i would imagine you're i can you just keep your dick in your pants and i don't think cuomo got to the point where his dick was out of his pants mm-hmm. i mean the spitzer guy was was straight up getting high-end hookers and and whatever i don't know which one's better i don't know if Go in, go out and get a high end hooker who and, and and you know he was married and everything so there was mm-hmm. that but but then does that release whatever you want to say to the girl in the hallway you know what yeah. I mean like if you're getting a high end hooker now maybe you, you you're less apt to go hey mm-hmm. I like you in that outfit yeah. honey because you got whatever you needed to get out out yeah I don't know if that's the case maybe but I mean maybe I, there's something to that yeah <clears throat> I it seems. You know, Charlie Sheen. Let's mm. go to Charlie Sheen. Did Charlie Sheen was a guy who was always out there with hookers. Hookers. And whatever he was doing. But you never heard a thing about him sexually harassing anyone at the workplace. Nope. So maybe maybe if he figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Just go and get it, you know. I mean, if you pay for it, you you're pro- it's probably not going to come out unless you're running for office, right? I never understood the hooker thing. I never, it was never anything that I even remotely thought about. Uh, I remember back in the old days of like in New York, we'd go, me and my friends would go to concerts in Jersey. We'd have to mm-hmm. drive to like the Meadowlands and stuff, Brendan Byrne Arena to see concerts. And then we would drive back to Long Island through New York City just for fun. We're mm-hmm. like, fuck it, let's go see some New York City shit. Yeah. And we would drive, this is back in the days of, you know, Times Square being hookers and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Dicey. porn shops and like every, you could get nunchucks and, and, and VHS porn tapes and ev- everywhere. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of like Chinese death stars. Yeah. There was a lot of judo stores mm-hmm. or, or whatever, martial arts stores in Times Square. Yeah. Before it was M&M stores. The they kind were, of places that sell 12 year old Zippo lighters. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, exactly. I know the place. Zippo lighters and death stars yes. and whatever you want. And then of course, porn shops. And uh, and then you didn't have to go further down. I remember it was like 10th or 11th Avenue right there on the river where the hookers were just walking the streets. Mm-hmm. And we we would just slowly drive past and just look at them. We just thought it was a great, you know, we're just like, whoa, 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 what's up? We were just idiots yeah. from, from Ronkonkoma. 
have, you know, six of us packed in a shit Ford Escort and mm-hmm. we would roll past them and, and luckily we didn't get killed. It's probably you know? a car full of 16 year old boys is probably the worst part coming of from a Van Halen concert. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and just, and I think a couple of my friends would like, let's do it. And then they would go and yeah, I don't know. They, you just go on the side of the road. Yeah. It, the whole thing was just, I was never into it. It was mm-hmm. never my thing. I remember one time, I think I was on the road in Vegas and this is way back. And you know, they hand you the cards in Vegas. Yeah, you go walking down the, the street and they'll hand cards. you like an escort card. Mm-hmm. And there was a, I was drunk and like in the room and I looked at it for a second. I'm like, should I call this person up to, and I was like, what am I doing? The funny thing Just is, go to it's bed. not that person. No, of course yeah. not. Yeah. And it's a service that's going to, yeah. So it's dicey. I mean, you know, if you want, listen, I don't want to be a politician. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the governor of any of your states or your cities or whatever the case may be. I don't need to be the mayor. I just, but if you need me to be, I think my record is pretty clean. Now, yeah. listen, there's probably a couple of girls who can show, I mean, you're show an you Italian, some shit. Okay. They can show you some You are shit. an Italian. Yeah. But by way of Croatia, it's I'm a weird Italian. <laughs> you know, if you guys know anything about uh, Italy, it, it borders Croatia. They're very similar. Mm. So Equally my, as perverted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> equally as perverted. Exactly. So so my, my shit is... It does seep in the Italian mm-hmm. Croatian. It seeps yeah. in, but they're the same people. It's a fine it's line. A, you know, there's a little line they draw in the woods, but that doesn't make Croatia and Italy same guy. Yeah. So yes, I probably do have a little of that, but I, I think the weird thing is, and you wouldn't know it by, by hearing me talk on this podcast or or even if you saw me in real life. Now I'm just a different person, but for the most part, I think I went through a major part of my life being relatively shy Mm -hmm. like kind of shy that i would never be the type of person who'd be like i like that fucking dress on you you know walking up down a hallway in a workplace Mm -hmm. so i think that reason alone it was nothing like i was brought up better it wasn't anything i wish i could say it was that it just wasn't yeah it was just that i was too shy to even talk to people Mm -hmm. for the up until about a year ago yeah so i just didn't really you know i had a i had a um alter ego or whatever you want to yeah. call it that it did that's this person persona persona on yeah stage uh you know classic gemini alex classic yeah. gemini um but for the most part i was a, you know a bit of a social fucking weirdo who yeah. didn't the only reason i didn't t- tell people i liked to dress was because i didn't want the you know any problems mm-hmm. and i was too shy to do it so for that reason i think i'm clean and i could be the governor if you need me to be governor of new york I could be the governor. I don't have any ideas or policies mm-hmm. or anything on how to fix anything. Yeah. Uh, but neither does anybody else, I don't think, you know, the qual- judging by what I'm seeing. I mean, yeah, principle. No, I don't think it even exists anymore. But I think the funny thing about the Cuomo thing is post-COVID but canceled for something Me Too-y, it's like nobody's coming to your defense. No. Like all those super hard right people in that state who are like screaming about lockdowns, they're like, get him out of there. They don't care about the sexual harassment one bit. Yeah. But they're like, get him out. Like I just feel like everyone, it's the perfect time and thing where everyone's like, yep, get him out. Yeah, it, it was a little bit of, yeah, exactly. Get yeah. him out where, where I, you know, anyone who owned a restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. if you lived in New York or I, I have friends who own comedy clubs they fucking hated him because he locked yeah. shit down 
you know, so I don't think he was he was gonna win. Mm. He was he was going for whatever. He's a career politician. These fucking people just love some people. Just what are they call Type A. Yeah, I don't know what Type A seems to be a term people use all the time. For sociopaths, right? Yes. And exactly, I always hear, and I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like a dick to yeah. me. You know, like type. He's a Type A personality. I'm like, I've met a few of them. They're yeah. all assholes. They're monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Type A just means exactly what yeah. Alex said: sociopath or fucking go as far mm. as psychopath. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm just a hard worker. Oh, Aria and an ass pincher. On right, the, you know? right, right. So, and so this brings me to what what I wanted to discuss on this, and um, and Andrew Cuomo leading into that. Now, I don't. We constantly bring it up on this podcast because it just seems to be the buzzword of the year. Maybe the last two years is cancel culture. Blah blah blah. Everybody's up to mm-hmm. Bill Maher keeps talking about it. Whether he's, I, you know, he hates it. So now, Bill, every, we're all talking about it. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the thing to talk about. And some people, I I think, they, which I have to find funny. I almost find like the Joe Rogan thing a little bit funny. And I got no beef with Joe Rogan. I don't even really listen to Joe Rogan. I don't. I honestly have never listened to an entire episode. I like what he's done for the comedy community. I think if you go on Joe Rogan right now as a comedian, you blow up mm. to levels that, you know, I don't think... Any show ever, and Chelsea Lately and The Tonight Show included, you know, both shows that did a lot for comedians' careers, nothing is doing what Joe Rogan can do for a comedian's career right now. Yes. Like, if you go on it five times, you could probably start playing theaters mm. as a comedian, and that's not, I'm not fucking around with it. I, I think it that. has to be five good shows. I think you Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be good at it. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you got which is, you know, true of Anything, any show, I yeah. think. Um but it just seems to be whatever. And so for that reason, I think it's okay. And I don't know Joe Rogan. I've never met the man. I hear mixed things. I, you know, some comedians will tell you he's a super nice guy. And and, and I honestly, if you talk to Joe Rogan, and I think he's probably, probably said this in interviews. I don't know. I don't think he expected it to get to the level that it's, no. that it's at now. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to me that he throws out all these things and... And then every time it comes back to him, you know, whatever, in, in, in ways that just shit comes back to you, whatever mm-hmm. blowback he gets for whatever he says, he goes, don't listen to me. I'm a dumb comedian. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, people are listening. Yeah. And sometimes there's going to be in cancel culture. And I know comedians, it's hard for us to say things like this because we do walk on a fine line of things. It's the we point should, of what we do. Things we should and shouldn't say. But sometimes you do have to apologize for, for asshole moves you make. You know what I mean? So um, maybe, maybe who I don't know. But so the cancel. I don't know what what my point was with that. My point is this: now Chrissy Teigen, whether she apologized, who the fuck knows? And I don't. It just seems to me that she's going the route now, where, and I think it's a good route. I honestly, whoever's advising her, or maybe she should mm-hmm. doing it on her own. I think the route... Someone's advising Yeah, I think the route now is just pretend it never happened. Yeah. Because honestly, Chrissy Teigen didn't do what Cuomo did, didn't Mm. do what Harvey Weinstein did. She fucking, you know, was a a bitch on Twitter. Yeah. And okay, that's... that's If you're going to do what she did, who, you know, went out there and said, you know, Donald Trump's a bully and these people are bullies, you can't be doing the same shit. The funny thing is everyone on the internet is a bully. She just has a blue check mark, so it's a little right. different. Yeah, so exactly. So she's got her issues with the book. So, but I'm saying that she can come back a little bit because it she wasn't, you know, yeah. molesting anybody. Uh, so anyway. Yet. 
Yeah, well, we don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, who knows? So, so she's got, uh, you know, she's now back on Instagram and just going, doing the shit. Mm-hmm. Making the rounds. Making the rounds. Just throwing, you know, here I am in a dress. And not even mentioning any yeah. of the stuff. And I think that might be the right move. Let's yeah. just, and in three months from now, will anybody remember? The people who hated me were con- are going to continue to hate mm-hmm. me because there was many of them. Uh, and the people who love me are going to continue to love me. I Listen, I don't know why anybody would be into Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. I'm outside of the fact that she seems like an attractive person. And I don't know. Some every now and again, she said something funny on Twitter. I don't really get why you would like her be a, level a of fan. celebrity. Like, yeah. say she was signing one of her cookbooks at a at a. And I know people go. Like people mm-hmm. get in the car and drive to Barnes and Noble and get in line to wait to get a Chrissy Teigen autograph. That is bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. But I guess she has fans. She's got millions of them. Maybe some of them have gone away because of whatever. But she's now going full on, here's my new dress, these are my kids again, which I still am going to, I'll go to my grave saying it's fucking bizarre that these people all show their children on Instagram. Yep. Can you have one ounce of private life just for a second try to have some, and I know they probably do, mm-hmm. I know she's not showing everything, but it feels like she's showing everything. Yeah. Even let the kids fucking dance and sing in the living room without putting it on for 23 million lord knows who yes perverts weirdos freaks watch your child mm-hmm. dance and sing just please yeah you know anyway it's bizarre that no, i concur entirely brother That's, thank you yeah. know the, 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 and not to get off chrissy teigen we'll get back to it but the fucking baldwins and i might have to change my opinion on this alec because i like alec and i say it all the time I like him because I liked his movies and I liked his work and I liked uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross and I, I liked his little his little short bit that he did in The Departed. I've liked stuff that he's done. I like him because he's got a Long Island vibe. I like him on Comedians in Cars with Seinfeld. I, I like, I find him to be interesting. But I might be having, I might have to sway my opinion on him. He's He might be insane. Okay. And and this goes back to what I say about every I mean he's definitely insane. I thought you yes. knew that when you liked him. I, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but I have to admit, I have to admit that he might be more insane than mm-hmm. I was giving him credit for. Yeah. He's not cute insane. He might truly be insane. Mm-hmm. Um cuz yesterday I was watching him he was saying his piece about Cuomo or whatever and he was you know on the same level everyone is. If you did it, you did it, you got to go. And but you know just the, the fact that you know he's there's he's he's always got the pictures of the children mm-hmm. and and with the wife and like he can't tell the wife can we just relax for a couple more weeks here because yeah. you remember the whole you know yeah. he, he should just tell her you yeah, remember, remember the whole cu- remember that whole cultural appropriation yeah. scandal yeah. remember the cucumber thing you yeah. couldn't so let's just take a break como se dice cucumber yeah. do you remember that <laughs> but she, he, you know she's out there again and got nine kids hanging on her back and mm-hmm. and they're all dancing around in the, you know the fucking yard Flavia and Julio they yeah. don't need it no. like I don't know whatever she's making whatever deal she's got with whoever fucking Ash Gosh Bagash or whatever mm. you know I is Earwolf, it that is yeah. it that much money yeah, like I think Alex probably if you know lose a, lose a nanny or two mm-hmm. and and shut the fuck up for five minutes. Yeah, but no, we gotta we still gotta be out there. We How got, many nannies do you think they have? I mean, I, I don't know. I I don't they know. Gotta I have just more don't than know. one. I, I just, didn't even think about yeah. it. They have to have at least two people helping them raise nine kids. I don't know if they're the ones who said they have no help. Some one of those famous people recently said 
I don't have any help. I'm, it's probably the ones that don't shower you. either. Oh, is it? <laughs> there's no showering thing. When did this? First of all, I think you were the first ones to start talking about yeah. it. We were, we talked about uh, who was it? It was, it was uh, uh, the first ones were M- M- Mila Kunis. Yeah, and Ashton Kutcher. <clears throat> Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Then then the other two idiots, uh, Dak Shepard and, and K- Kristen, K- Kristen Wig oh. Bell. Who uh, Bell? That's one of, right. One of the Christians. You're right. Anyway, they came out. We don't any mm-hmm. either. Then Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. I don't do it either. Everybody. And I was like, oh, what is happening here? Just, yeah. Listen now. Do I shower every day? Not necessarily if I don't have to. Listen, I love a fucking shower. And it's, especially now with my Hawthorne, thank you very much, and the people at Hawthorne, but with my Hawthorne products that they gave me, fuck, man, it's, it's, it's a pleasure putting mm-hmm. all this stuff on. And that, I don't even have to do the Hawthorne today. That's a free, I threw that out because I truly yeah. enjoy the stuff. So anyway. You believe in the product. I, I believe in the product. Yeah. Um, but they do it's a giant bar of soap. Hawthorne gives you a giant bar, bar of soap and you drop it and it's Break a cinder a block on yeah. your foot. <laughs> I mean, now it's three different times I've dropped it and mm. it is, it's like, uh, I'm like Wiley Coyote dropping an anvil on my foot every time. Anyway, if I listen, if I'm going to tell you one thing, Hawthorne, cut that thing in half, would you please? You're yeah. killing me. So uh, anyway, I enjoy the shower, but you know, now during this time on a Wednesday, we got the fucking kid. I, do I have to? I might not. Yeah. But I'm not going to go, I don't shower ever. I'm Jake mm. Gyllenhaal. Just cut the, cut the shit, everybody. Fucking wackos. Everybody's yeah, a Why wacko. don't you? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I guess it's fun. You know, when, you, when, you, when you're not fun, when you have nothing to talk about, these are things you think are fun. Yeah. You know, you get, you're in an interview and you've probably done 100 <laughs> I'm interviews. I'm a rebel. Yeah, like yeah. you probably did 100 interviews that day. I would imagine in the case of, of, of I'm going to go with Dax Shepard. Dax yeah. Shepard? Is it Dax Shepard? Yeah. And his wife, uh, Kristen Bell. I mean, they got some TV show coming on. Mm-hmm. That's They're just gonna, doing press. Yeah, so they got to do the junket. Mm-hmm. And they got to talk to 75 different people. And not now, it's even more. Because you used to just do the three big ones. Conan, Letterman, Leno. Mm-hmm. Now you got to do Steve's podcast. Mommy and Brain yeah. and Rogan. <laughs> you you got to do all and, this Yeah, shit. you got to do them all. So now they got to, you know, like, you can't do the same story over and over get again. that Kristen on Juicy School. Yeah. It's like, get oh, them everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. So now they just got to, like, what else can we say that's interesting? We don't pay the children. Mm. Okay. And yeah. I imagine after the Mila Kunis one came out, there was probably a question like, so what do you think of this not showering? And they're right. like, yeah, we don't really do it exactly. either. And it's like, oh, they're, now it's them too. So I saw, I've been seeing the trailer for their TV show. They got some sort of, you know, one of those game mm. show things where they just, I feel like all these game shows now that are on NBC and, and you know, the network with Ellen DeGeneres, it's, it's like, I feel like it's about them just torturing regular people. Like, yeah. Let's make a fool of this guy who, you know, works at UPS. Let's, let's put a pie in his face mm. and see how, how, how demoralizing <laughs> this guy will get it for $50,000. Yeah. How, how, how much of a fool can we make of this guy? And put a leash 50 on gr- him. No, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, yeah. that's what they're doing. Like, and I, you know, after we heard all this shit come out about Ellen, watching the game of games now. It's almost like weird to watch because like she's getting some sort of joy out of watching yeah. these people terrifyingly mm-hmm. fall, yeah. you know, six stories because they didn't answer a question right. Like you don't know who played Batman, F- drop him drop into the him. fucking the, the the depths of the stage drop and, him and into terrify the them. Yeah, what's in the vat? It's the vat, you know. <laughs> right, like, I know yeah. the whole thing, and it feels like this is the same type of show mm-hmm. they're doing over there. But there's Dak Shepard. And I know he's got a big podcast that's the biggest thing in the world that he's a trillionaire and he mm. interviews because he interviews celebrities. And you guys 
will crawl over yourselves to fucking go listen to more celebrity interviews. Yet, and most of you, for the most part, are right-wing fucking wackos who hate Hollywood and celebrities, but you're like, oh, I got to hear. Wait a minute. That guy's going to talk for another hour? As if you haven't heard Jennifer Aniston talk enough? Let's hear more of what she has to say. The fun thing is actors don't really have a personality. They just go between roles. And the ones who do have been canceled. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Listen, you want to get somebody on your podcast? I want to hear Kevin Spacey talk for an hour and a half about where he's at right now. That I'd listen to. Mm You know? He's like, I haven't been showering. <laughs> We're like, we know, we know. Yeah, yeah. I used to just shower with with a sixteen year old boys, but now that they're not around anymore, What's why the would fun? I take a show? So anyway, the whole the, fucking, where we were going, just to circle back. Yeah, we were, ta- we were talking about you were, I think, going to make the point of you don't think cancel culture really exists because well, because we didn't listen, get into Tegan yet. Yeah, well, yeah. we will. Yeah, I mean, now I'm now I'm all hopped up. I want to go back to this Dak Shepard. What oh. is? I know. I guess on his podcast he has said something about steroids, or he's on steroids, and mm. he and he's and he's open about it, and he's, he's saying probably that on TRT. He's <clears throat> an older guy, right? I sure he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. TRT, whatever it is, he he's he's open about it. And he's saying that I like what it's done to my body. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be a little guy, now I'm a big guy. But it's fucked up his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I hate to be the person who talks about people's face because my face is fucked up too. But I don't know. It looks a little. Uh, I, Something's wrong there, and it could be just be aging. Some people age, you know. You know, a lot of times, you know, with the, I think the Italians could going back to Andrew Cuomo. Mm-hmm. The Italians hit the wall hard. Look at yeah. uh, Mike Soriano. Look at the uh, situation. <laughs> the there was, situation. There was a situation. You know, six ten years ago, he uh-huh. was a situation. Now he looks like a whole other situation. It looks like his face has been put together by parts of. Other people's faces. Oh no, he's on juice, juice. right? Not you see not what just I'm saying? TRT, yeah. Okay. I mean, so he used the term heavy in uh, testosterone injections, but looking at his arms, you're like, oh no, this dude's on the. Oh, so yeah. he's saying testosterone injections. Okay. Well, but that's that's essentially where it starts. I mean, oh, but you see his arms oh, there. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah he's, okay. He's on the he's on them juices. Wow. Well, anyway, that's a little strange to look at. Uh, back to Chrissy Teigen. Sorry, we went off the off the deep end there for a second. Back to Chrissy Teigen. So what? What? I, what? I, my point was is this. So cancel. But is it? it so he, now she's back. Yeah. There she is. She's. Mm-hmm. She's got a Alex. We we have it. We have it queued up. And let's just. I'll give it to you. This is uh, Chrissy Teigen's latest project, everybody. And you can, you can watch it if you want. On I believe it's on Peacock Network. Whatever the fuck that. There's certain things that are imprinted on your soul. Fries are one of those things. Is it French? Is it South American? Is it Korean? Mayonnaise. Ketchup. Dijon mustard. Fresh butter. I eat them plain. Bad French fries should be avoided at all costs. Fries are basically the easiest right. thing to order. Oh my god. There's a couple more First seconds if you want to hear more about French fries. Or if you want to watch an hour and a half about French fries. You could watch Chrissy Teigen's new documentary called Fries. But the funny thing about that trailer we just played you is they don't they show Chrissy Teigen for about a half a yeah. second, never speaking, mm-hmm. just a quick blip of her face because somebody must have had to recut that. They're like, get her out yep. of it. We're going to release this fucking... Fr- we need people to hear about French fries. It does open with Chrissy Teigen presents, which oh, is like... Oh, it does say that? That's a little well, bold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that... Here I am. You know, I've been relegated to doing a podcast out of, a, you know, my kitchen table. But, you know, Chrissy Teigen can continue. Dale, yeah. somebody, Peacock, Peacock, whatever. That's NBC, I think. Yeah. Somehow affiliated with NBC Universal. Peacock, service, yeah. yeah. Tr- they are going to spend, they had to pay her a couple of bucks to get her mm-hmm. French fried take. Maybe not now. 
And you people understand how fun this is that Chrissy Teigen... See, Chrissy Teigen, what you guys don't know is Chrissy Teigen is a very thin, gorgeous, six-foot-tall supermodel. But she eats french fries. You yeah. understand how... See, that's the... That's the... The final shot of the commercial is someone serving French fries with like chopped up weenies on yeah. them. Mm-hmm. That's and you you see as gorgeous as she is, and you're probably thinking she must eat just broccoli and uh, and chicken. air. Yeah, no, you know, drink green tea. No, no, she eats French fries just like you and I. Everybody, mm-hmm. she eats French fries. Then she's also I saw on Instagram yesterday. She has come up, I believe it's a tie-in with this documentary. Mm-hmm. She has come up with some sort of French fry dipping sauce. Oh. Kenswick or whatever, one of those mustard companies. A mustard yeah. that I like, by the way. And it wouldn't kill you to send a little my way, the people over at uh, yeah. Kenswick. She came. She has created a French fry dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once again, it's fun because she's a model and she eats French fries. Yeah. You understand how that's funny, mm-hmm. Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out here, you and I are out here busting our ass trying to be funny every day and trying to be funny on stage. And for what? Yeah. The funny is when a gorgeous person eats regular people's yeah. food. That's hilarious. Yeah. And uh, there will be people who watch this hour and a half French fry documentary. I might. You know, I watch some stupid shit. I mean, well, you're going to need something to talk about the yeah. week it comes out. You're watching <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's out. It's out. Oh, it comes okay. out today. I watched a Val Kilmer's documentary. Yes. And uh, he doesn't talk about French fries. He just because mm. he can't because his throat is gone. Yeah, he has to press a little button. He's one of those guys, that, uh, yeah. and that's a sad to see. I, but you know, I, I talked about it a lot on Patreon, so I won't bore you. For those of you who have Patreon, get it. If you don't, five dollar tier, ten dollar tier, your choice. Um, but uh, and you get a lot more podcast uh, fun. Anyway, but the doc, the Val Kilmer documentary, I'd I'd, I'd give it a thumbs up. I'd mm-hmm. say watch it. Uh, just for, you know, just to watch interesting. Just because it's not Chrissy Teigen talking about French, French fries. <laughs> Although, you know, now that I'm talking I mean, about. Val Kilmer's had I mean, a, a pretty stellar career. I like French fries. I do. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know which ones would be my favorite. I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to, because I know some of the places I'll mention are, uh, I think, um, exclusive to California probably, and you guys would be lost if I went you know, I'm an In-N-Out French fry guy, and people, mm-hmm. some of you guys don't have In-N-Out. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I like a steak fry, Alex. I know some people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are very opposed to a steak fry. I mean, now listen, anyone, if you put it on the table, I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah. I'll, I'll have fun with a curly. I'll have fun with a shoestring. I'll have fun with a regular. I'll have fun with a crinkle. But I grew up in the days of you you, you got you opened a bag of mm. Oritas. Yeah. You threw them out on a, some sort of cooking sheet. Mm-hmm. You put them in the oven, and you took them out scaldingly motherfucking hot. Yep. As hot as, as you know you could possibly imagine. And, uh, and you put them right in your, your, your mouth. Your mother would just eat the fucking mm-hmm. all right. Or, there was no fancy French nope. fry. There was no... Do- the docu- If I made a French fry documentary when I was young, it would be six minutes of me opening a bag of all righters, just dumping out frozen oritas onto a frying pan, putting them in our oven, mm-hmm. our brown avocado-colored oven door. I believe it was avocado. You know what? It was an avocado. Like the skin of an avocado? That- well, Alex, you were too young to remember, but that was a big color back in uh, the kitchens that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> avocado was avocado. the color. Yeah. And the funny thing was, uh, growing up in New York... I did not know what an avocado was until I moved to California. I yeah. don't. I honestly don't think whatever, whoever's behind the avocado, whoever who's ever doing press for avocado, they really upped it in the last thirty years mm-hmm. because 
40, 50 years ago. And I imagine avocados have been around. I think they're from the earth. They're, they're yeah. of the earth. So they, I think they've been around. Yeah, people have been eating them a while. Yeah. But in on the East Coast, we didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I speak for everybody on the East Coast. I don't think we knew what avocados were. You couldn't go to like a A&P yeah. or Pathmark. I'm giving you guys two local East Coast grocery chains. I believe both are gone now. But you couldn't go and get an avocado. They just weren't a thing. I remember seeing something that like avocados like. Well, it sounds like you just said it weird. Avocado. Yeah, I think it's avocado, but you went avocado, and that's fine. That's hey, also, I believe, well, it, 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 it you West, you're a West Coast say, guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm from Nevada, where if you say Nevada, we run you out of the state. So I'm just an avocado guy. So wait, wait it's Nevada? Neva- home means Nevada. Because yes. I do say Nevada. <sighs> you're, Shit, you're the sorry, problem. Buddy. I am, I know, I know. You probably also say avocado. <laughs> and uh, and oregano. Oh, so, oregano. <laughs> but I'm saying that, see, see, it's it's uh, but it's I, easy to fuck up. I remember reading something that, like, just, I think it was, like, with the whole avocado toast craze and everything, but, like, avocado, like, it just blew up blew in, up. like, the last 10 years, like. Blew up, I yeah. think, actually, like, cartels have seized avocado farms. It's, like, yeah. such a business. Yeah, yeah, well, it's 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 growing, like, anyway, <laughs> the, use, the only way we knew avocado was yeah. it was a color that you can get your phone. Mm-hmm. You got a wall phone. You can get it in avocado, black, or some sort of corn yellow. So what? What, what was the color? It was just like a green, like green, a, like green. A, yeah, it didn't even really look like avocado. No. Honestly, it was just green, like it's an like army green. green. Oh, army, like a right. olive drab. Ooh. If I could do, use that, um, and that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. And then you can get a refrigerator in that color. Three colors. Those are your choices. We didn't have. It wasn't the days of Viking stainless steel. No, you got a shit refrigerator from i don't know pc richards mm-hmm. and you all it was brown or green or off or, 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 or maybe an off-white if mm-hmm. you were that trashy we went with brown i believe both mm-hmm. refrigerator and oven door Ooh. brown we were doing so well how many Franchola houses house. weren't matching oh my god i don't think our browns match which is even trashier than yeah it's a shade off because we didn't get them from the same company. You know, mm-hmm. one came from this guy, one came. Like, the oven's already there, I think, when you move in. You know, yeah. when we moved into 2830 Ocean Avenue in Ronkonkoma, New York, we were, at that point, doing things were going well. Yeah. We were moving out to Ronkonkoma. Things were going well. And uh, we had gotten, a, you know, a fucking, we had a bread box, Alex. You know what Ooh, that is? Yeah, and I'm yeah. talking, I'm not talking some bread box on top of the counter. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking a pull-out bread box oh unfurl some sort of tin on the top put your bread in and our we would stuff this fucking bread box with any piece of shit a hot Wonder dog rolls yeah. but uh, hamburger buns because you know you know how many hamburger buns are we going to use yeah and you, you stuff them in there and you don't go back to them unless you dig them up mm-hmm. three weeks later all covered in uh, mold. Yep. And then, of course, my father would give us the. He would cut the mold off. Just cut it off. Yeah. And he, and then he would give us the speech about how mold is penicillin. Somehow, my father becomes some sort of <laughs> scientist when it came to <laughs> for uh, for uh, explaining how uh, the mold was not going to kill us. Yeah. You know. Um. And uh, and and that's what he would tell us. Yeah. You know, pen. It's you know they make penicillin out of it, so it's fine to eat that. Hamburger, so it's probably actually good for six you. week old hamburger bun. But that's what we'd stuff everything in that bread box. Would get stuffed in there. We were doing so well at the time, Alex. We had a um, built in blender in the counter. You understand oh, what I'm saying? Wow. You, know, so you ever seen yeah. such a thing? This no. is for filth, filthy rich people. Mm. It was built in. You took it had a 
you know, just built in. Yeah. And a blend, you stick the blender on it and fire it right up. Yeah. It built into the counter. Yeah. You guys were doing pretty well. Ooh, I mean, it was, we were Ron Conkham's, Ron Conkham's best. My friend down the street had a fucking, and we were, there's a little home, three bedroom, one level, no two stories. Mm-hmm. My friend had a, uh, the Osei's. I don't want to tell any more about them than that because I don't need you people looking them up because they're obviously, if I te- when I tell you the story, you're going to realize they're doing very well. I think they all might be dead at this point, honestly. So, But they had an intercom system. Oh, Alex, whoa. If any, you know, in the, they have so security in the, cameras In the too? kitchen, you can go, you guys in the other room. And by the way, the other room was 25 feet away. Yeah. It's simple. Hey, come out of the room. Mm-hmm. Would have been fine. But this intercom system. They had it built into the house. Yeah. You know the one I'm talking about. You've seen New Tone, I it's, believe, it's with the brand. It's funny is, I don't think anyone that has those uses them. Never touched it Never. once, ever. No. Uh, you know, me and my friend thought it was fun to, like, we would we'd go over the Osei's house. He was a good friend of mine. And we would, each one, each guy go in the room, and then we would just say dirty words into the intercom back and forth to each Not other. Not realizing yeah. that the whole house hurt. Right. We would just go, you know, his mother, they, they were out, the mm-hmm. mom and dad, and we would just go over and go, fuck. You know, yeah. and you say one shit. Yeah. Tits. You know, fun. Yeah. Fun like that. Anyway, what were we doing? Why did we get on avocado? Blenders. What the fuck was I talking avocado. about? Why, though? Oven. Oh, all right. All French right. fries. French That's fries. what it was. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, everybody. If you think this country stood a chance, if you think, if, if the, if, if all of, of, of the, the divisiveness in this country wasn't enough for you, if whether you're a, uh, you know, whether you're on the side of vaxxing, not vaxxing, masks, no masks, Fox News, CNN, whoever you're on, the Donald Trump, Joe Biden, who gives a fuck? Andrew Cuomo, if you like Dak Shepard's face or don't like his face, your choice. And if you thought this country stood a chance, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you. I read yesterday about what might be the final nail in the coffin. Uh, of of America, okay, and we just won a bunch of gold medals. Mm-hmm. I felt like you know the, the things were going well, and even yeah. that became you know a bit of a polarizing political issue mm-hmm. due to Simone Biles and some other stuff. Um, the pot smoking swimmer. That's yeah. right. That was, she was a runner, Alex. But there was oh, that runner. too. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of Michael Phelps. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, he was another pot yeah. smoking swimmer. Anyway, uh, Mountain Dew, Mountain oh, yeah. Dew uh, has announced that they are coming out with a alcoholic. Mountain Dew. Hard Mountain Dew. It's basically hard Mountain Dew. Uh, it's Mountain Dew. You know Mountain Dew. The yeah. one. Now, I don't know how Mountain Dew became basically the white trash soda. Yeah. But it seems to have seems to have become that. And I'm not sure how or why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but PepsiCo, who's you know, they're, they're in charge of Mountain Dew, they mm-hmm. run it. They have announced that uh, they're coming out with a boozy Mountain Dew seltzer. Basically a seltzer. <laughs> A uh, hard seltzer, black cherry, you know, all the flavors that hard seltzer comes it's gonna in. It's going to be hitting a speedboat near you this yeah. summer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, it, they're jumping on the hard seltzer bandwagon, Mountain Dew hard yeah. seltzer. Uh, the, I don't know. Honestly, I, I feel it's a little late. Uh, not only a little late in the hard seltzer game because everybody's jo- you know got mm. one now, but I feel it's a little late in the summer. Like if you, you were going to release a hard seltzer three summers too late, yeah. you could have at least done it in June mm-hmm. or in May. Yeah. You're going to release a, a hard seltzer in August? Mm-hmm. Three years too late? 
Now, I think part of the allure of hard seltzers, they're calorie free. You know what I mean? Right. That is that was the allure originally how, for me. I yeah. Was guy how on earth is Mountain Dew putting anything calorie free? <laughs> like, uh, well, uh, what's uh, the point of their? You know. Well, they're teaming up. It's Boston. Pepsi is teaming up with the Boston Beer Company, which makes mm. Truly, yeah. Oh, which people seem to like, mm-hmm. and Sam Adams uh, on hard Mountain Dew, a new flavored malt beverage. Oh, five it's malt. For, nice. Well, they all are. I, I think guess, they all yeah, have yeah. a malt base. Just when I hear when you hear it, you go, "Oh, I know." Because malt liquor used to just be like Colt Forty Five yeah. and, and that, and it's homeless, ruin your you know, day. homeless people would drink it. But <laughs> steel uh, reserve, yeah, five percent yeah. alcohol by volume it hits the market early twenty. Wait, it's not even coming. It's not even coming out till early twenty twenty two. Jesus! But they announced it on Tuesday. Here's the three flavors you're gonna get: uh, black cherry, watermelon, and original Mountain Dew. Okay. Straight up. Whatever, what does Mountain Dew, like a lemon lime? What would you consider yeah, Mountain Dew? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But then you have Code Red or whatever that Code Mountain Red Dew is. Code Red wasn't bad, yeah. You seem like a bit of a Mountain Dew guy. <laughs> you know what's Were funny you? is I do seem like That's a bit of a Mountain Dew guy. Alex is being very apprehensive about talking shit about no, Mountain you know Dew right now because I think he's a Mountain no, Dew guy. No, it's funny is I'm not a Mountain Dew guy, but it might be the most apt description of me. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you know. For, for, you know. <laughs> okay, so you are, have you. You know, he's a little, you know, he's kind of. He's Mountain Dewy. He's, he's a Mountain Dew yeah. guy. You Mountain know? Yeah, that kind of sums up a type of, of person. pickups, yeah. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I could, I don't know if I've ever even had Mountain Dew. And really? I don't, I, can't, I don't know if I have. I don't know why I would. It's, you know, I have, a, you know, my issues with soda. Mm. I don't even. I feel like soda is for, you know, simple, simpletons. And I know this was probably the most um, polarizing thing I've ever said on the yeah. podcast was when I when I took a hard stance against soda. And listen, I'm a guy who from time to time will drink a Diet Coke. Yeah. But I, I have friends and, and people I, I trust and love and enjoy in life who sit and drink lots of soda. Yeah. Real, I'm talking real soda. Yeah. And they have opinions on it. Like mm. I... I like Dr. Pepper, real Dr. And and then I I thought I was being on the on the the good side here saying I think soda's kind of shit. Yeah. And everybody came at me like don't you dare mm. fuck with our, my Dr. Pepper, my real Coke, my Yeah. And I didn't mean to offend people, but Yeah, there's 23 flavors in that. If you're if you're I could I could tell you a lot about a person by their Costco shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Or if you're if you're the type of animal who's not even a shopping cart, you got the palate thing oh. the orange palette you're pushing yeah. around and on that palette i'm seeing pop tarts like a big ass pop tart you know mm-hmm. container and i'm like seeing a 48 pack yeah and, yeah. I'm, and i'm seeing because it's costco it's got to yeah. be that and i'm seeing some sort of mountain dew on mm-hmm. there i know everything also i need 48 yeah pack. i know everything i need to know about what's going on mm-hmm. inside your house i'm not saying it's bad or good i'm saying i got it yeah and i and many of you probably listen to cover to cover and for that I, I, I thank you, mm. but it doesn't necessarily, and I, listen, as a guy who loves a Pop-Tart, yeah. brown sugar, for me, kind of the only way to go. I I feel like that's the last one. You can get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what bullshit you're going to be coming at me. Now, don't you dare come at me with some sort of newfangled one. Because oh, no. Pop-Tart has gone the route of, uh, I know we've mentioned this before on the podcast, has gone the route of Oreo, Cheerio, Pop-Tart, yeah. and a few others that are just, they're throwing out way Birthday too many cake. flavors. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it used to, used to give, you threw a Honey Nut at us, and Honey Nut was an, first of all, you draw out just plain oats, which wasn't even, a, uh, it's a you and a horse's ate or, yes. original Cheerios. And we loved them for mm-hmm. years. We would love them. Spoon enough sugar onto those, you had a good time. That's fine. 
then they, they you know the, finally the people over cherry was like well should we do something else we yeah. 50 years of this spice shit? it up let's give them a honey nut and then we ran for instant classic 15 years with honey nut maybe 20 years mm-hmm. honey nut was enough sweet enough thank you cheerio people general mills i believe thank you for for the honey nut now i mean they're getting into they're getting into some 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 water they don't need to be swimming in Mm-mm. You know, we're gonna we're gonna blueberry. Well, we're gonna frost one. We're yeah. gonna don't don't step on Tony the Tiger's toes with frosting. No, he knows how to Let frost. Let him have shit. it. Or the mini wheat people. One side is mm-hmm. absolute. You know, might as well just chew on a fucking cardboard box on yeah. the one side. Flip it over, and you're looking at some at some sweet shit. Yeah, you know, ah, oh, good times. I mean, I think that's so. I don't anyway, care what give you say me your pop tart. Give me your pop. Oh, tart. you know what? This is the most Mountain Dew thing ever. But dude, the chocolate pop tart—it's a classic. See, I, but I—I I think that the chocolate pop tart came later. So you're giving me something that is your gener of your generation. It was my entire childhood. Okay, though. but yeah. once again, you're of a different generation to me. I believe that the pop tart that we had was—you had strawberry or brown. That's sugar. it. And yeah. strawberry had the frosting with the colored sprinkles, sprinkles on it, yeah. and brown sugar had just some sort of you know smear some brown now, shit. Now in front. those days, I probably would have went brown sugar. Well, listen, brown sugar. The reason why brown sugar is good is because you can have brown sugar either toasted or untoasted. Mm-hmm. You, if you want to grab a brown sugar two-pack at a 7-Eleven for a road trip, mm-hmm. you're not going to take the time to toast it yeah. at, unless you you know, you know have a toaster in your car and who would have such a thing unless you went on that weird show on MTV where the guy would put... Pimp my ride. Yeah, he would put shit in your car. If you mentioned like one thing to him, he'd go, well, now you got an aquarium in your trunk. You're like, <laughs> I didn't really want an aquarium in my truck. He's, yeah, but you mentioned that you like fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I do like fish, but I don't need to drive around with them in the back of the car. We heard you a shift, so we put yeah. a toaster in your glove box. <laughs> yeah, I remember one. Yeah. I saw one guy. He said something like, I like to wash my clothes. I, you mentioned something about washing your clothes. He's like, I did. I put a washer and dryer in the <laughs> trunk of the car. Like, I don't, yeah, that wasn't necessary because no. I'm trying to drive. Anyway, but if you don't have to like, yeah, you also just destroyed my gas mileage. (laughs) You could grab, you could grab brown sugar on the go and just open it and have a good time in my opinion. And I'm not telling you, but that's, I'll I'll give it a shot later. So anyway, hard Mountain Dew is coming. That's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. I know times are, we're in interesting times right now. Very depressing times. What's the word you like to use? Angst ridden. Oh, angst angst ridden times. Um, we, uh, you do have that to look forward to at the beginning of 2022. We're coming out with a hard Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. uh, three flavors: watermelon, uh, whatever, black cherry, and you know, black cherry, and, and regular and original. So uh, that's every, have fun with it. Every company has a black cherry, and I'm going to take a bold stand. I think every company's worst seltzer is the black cherry. I would tend to agree with you yeah. on that. But yeah. they're all doing it. It's yeah. like a staple in the seltzer world. I wonder why that is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a what is a. I don't know if I've had a black cherry. What is a I mean, black I've had cherries? Yeah, but you know, I don't know if they've been black. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to discuss was Jeopardy. Jeopardy uh, has announced they uh, their hosts. They have announced it. Uh, a permanent host? Permanent host. They, they're going to split it between two people. The guy that I originally said was going to be, I thought he was very good. He was the uh, executive producer of Jeopardy for many years. And his name is Mike Richards. Mm-hmm. And Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik, oh, okay. we all know her. Yeah. Mayim Bialik, uh, they decided they're going to split it. I don't know how they're going to split it, um, but you know whether it could be one guy does it half a year, and then Mayim Bialik does it half a year. Uh, but that's going to be the case. There they are. Now, there was, a, at one point, a little bit of controversy mm-hmm. over Mike Richards uh, because he was apparently 
mean sometimes to people on on sets of other TV shows. He's been around a long time. Yeah. He's actually hosted other shows. Uh, and I guess he's an executive producer and has been an executive producer on many things. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, he was nasty to some people on set. And there, were, there, there was a little bit of, uh, of chatter that he might, he, he can't have the job because he yelled at uh, a cameraman one time. But yeah. I guess they decided to just forge on. And now he's got the job along with Mayim Bialik, uh, which is great. Fine. Sure. I think they'll both be good. Um, I think in a couple of, you know, you're just going to watch it again. I, just, and I didn't realize her career was over. Like, I feel no, like no, 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 no. Final she's stop. Be, like, it's going to, you're going to do it till you die. It's a, it's the I final think paycheck. she's kind of, you know, she, I mean, she's got never got to work again. Yeah. She's gone from like blossom into, uh, you know, big bang theory mm-hmm. and into like, isn't she on like some cat cafe show or something? Oh, is she on, on, on that cat isn't cafe show? Cat? And I think that's picked up for now. Like, I don't know how, when these people sleep and yeah. then she's like a Yale graduate or something. I think she's kind of like a big deal. Mm. Um, I, you know, and I think she's probably got kids and it's like, what's going to keep me at home? Like, I could shoot this Jeopardy show. See, that's the great thing about game shows. You can mm. shoot these. I don't know. Jeopardy's a little different because they have to be some, uh, you know, they can't do evergreen shows. Mm-hmm. That's how we call in the business. Shows that you can play. You could do it in March and play it in, you know, in, in August and it wouldn't make any difference. But uh, in the case of Jeopardy, I think they are somewhat, you know, fresh that they have yeah. to be. Uh, but it's great. You could tape them all in a day and as your month done, tape six a day and, and you're out the door. So I think she, that was probably uh, like, Oh, I could, I can go for that. But anyway, Mike Richards, he's got the job and he didn't get uh, lose it because he was mean to people. And that brings me to another thing I want to talk about. HBO is investigating the Justin Thoreau, Woody Harrelson series uh, HBO called the White House Plumbers. Uh, it's about the Watergate scandal. Sounds like a great mm, yeah. five-part documentary. I mean, not documentary, five-part series like about Water Watergate, starring both those guys who I kind of like. Justin Thoreau, I don't really know much outside of the fact that he I hung out with him a few times with Jennifer Aston. Thank you very much. He's mm-hmm. a dear friend. We've hung out. I've been to his home, and he's a strange person. And he pulls his gum out of his mouth while he's chewing it. Did it like at the table. I thought it was an odd choice for a person to make. Anyway, he's a little tiny person. He's 27 inch waist and uh, five foot six. Uh, but that's what you got to be in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. You can't be a grown man like me. That's why I don't work. That's why I'm at my kitchen table right now because I'm six foot one, gorgeous. And I have, yeah. you know, uh, strained. You've you got know. model in your bio. Uh, it's still in the bio, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much longer it's going to be, but it's hanging on for now. And I haven't changed my bio in 25 years. Um, so anyway, there was, they are investigating this. Okay. This is interesting. According to deadline sources say there was on, there was an onset altercation on Wednesday, August 4th involving series director, executive producer, David Mandel and a member of the prop department which led to the prop department walking off the set in protest and the production is now on halt. So I don't know from what I'm reading, it seems like this production has been stopped. This is a major production. This Mm -hmm. is a huge, you got two big stars, HBO, David Mandel, who I believe was involved in veep. Um, So this sounds like a pretty big production. He got into a fight with a prop guy Mm -hmm. 
These are two men. I yeah. think I'm assuming I could be wrong, and they shut the production down. So this is, I think, a little bit of just the new world we live in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is good or bad because I'm all for everybody being nice to each other. And yeah, I think the world would be a better place. And the Harvey Weinstein's are gone, and and especially in here in Hollywood. I mean, we almost celebrated the assholeness. Like you've ever saw, kept going back to Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey movie called Swimming with Sharks. And and if you ever watched uh, Jeremy Piven as Ari Gold Mm -hmm. in in Entourage, we love to watch the assholes. assholes. There's a lot of, there's a lot of movies based on it. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, we, it's something we all knew. And I'm talking about, you know, laymen who don't know anything about Hollywood know, oh yeah, there's people scream and yell and throw Mm -hmm. shit. And you've heard the stories. Yes. And we almost like, oh, well that's Hollywood. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I guess that's over and every. You, if you yell at a per, prop department guy, the prop department walks off and you got to shut down the entire production. Yeah. And I don't know if this is good or bad. As a guy who came from uh, sets, many sets, some of which were um, literally people uh, trying to kill each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen it. I've heard people say the most horrible things to each other. Uh, like... Where if it happened in like outside of the work, like a Hollywood environment, yeah. you would kill that person mm-hmm. for saying such a thing, and not a court, not a court in the land would would Care. convict you for yeah. it. They'd be like, "No, you should have killed them yeah. for what they just said." So I've seen these things happen, but you just like went to bed and came into work the next day and said, "Oh, I guess we're going to move yeah. on from whatever that horrible thing we did was." And uh, I don't. It's it's interesting to me. It's interesting that we're in a world now, and it, maybe it's a good thing. Where if you fight on the set, you're going to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And if you're like the Mike Richards, the new host of Jeopardy, maybe you said a few mean things to some people along the way. Under, you know, not that there's any excuse for it, but I would imagine as a guy who was also a bartender for many years and an electrician for many years, I've seen this type of behavior on construction sites. I've seen it on, on in bars. It's not, I don't love it. I've never been, I've, listen, I've been a prick, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I remember shooting a couple of episodes of a, um, now towards the end of Chelsea lately, we were, we were, we were, it, we, it was getting bad. Things mm-hmm. were getting bad over there. And we, we all kind of wanted, uh, wanted, wanted it to be over. And we were making, we just, but we still had to put on a TV show. And uh, I had come up with a, with a concept, a sketch that didn't really make any sense in, in the c- confines of Chelsea lately. But it was a sketch called The Backup Dancer. And the premise of, of it was, and I thought, I believe it was very original. It was before, I know there's a movie that had come out or didn't come, and actually didn't come out because it was like somehow involved with North Korea. Remember that weird <laughs> thing with North Korea and shutting down a James Franco movie? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well. Yeah. The, oh, like, so another movie was, because no, that, that was The Dictator. But the Dictator. Yeah. It was called The Dictator, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Anyway, before The Dictator had come out, I had written this sketch for Chelsea Lately called The Backup Dancer, which I The Dictator had a very similar plot line. Mm. But my I had written this way before The Dictator. Basically, the plot line of this sketch, making no sense once again to the Chelsea Lately show. But they were at that point, they were like, just do anything to yeah. get to give us a half hour of Fill television. Some time. And they were get it was a big budget. They were giving us like big budget. They were like, <laughs> you need uh, 80 grand to shoot this? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, and at that point we had a, a, a great kid. He was Adam Sandler's nephew, Jared, 
no, his name's not Chan. No, he's a super nice kid now. I can't think of his name, but he directs a bunch of movies. Mm. He directs all like David Spade's movies on Netflix, and he's a super nice guy. But we are the train had already been running at that point. We were eight years in, and he he came very late, and he had a lot of like comedy ideas, and probably some of them good. But at this point, we were like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. We're going to get this done. Yeah. It's already moving. We're going to get this done by 5 o'clock today, mm-hmm. and we're going to move on. Yeah. He'd be like, well, what about we do this? Let's fucking We're doing 90 on. down the freeway. You yeah. want to change the tires? Yeah, yeah. So that's what was happening. And he was a super nice kid. Mm. And we, I was probably a dick at times to him filming the backup dancer because here I was. you know, it's your just, vision. Well, no, it didn't even have anything to do with that. <laughs> I, I wish I was that artistic where, where I cared about it, but it was like a stupid, basically the premise being, that we needed America, the govern the government of America needed to kill a dictator, a Saddam Hussein type, played by Ian Carmel, brilliantly Ooh. played by Ian Carmel. We needed to kill a dictator type. We we couldn't figure out how to get in there. But uh, what had happened was this guy had hired Celine Dion, played by Heather McDonald, brilliantly, I might add. He had hired Celine Dion to play his birthday party. Mm-hmm. For you know whatever, because sometimes that happens. Yeah. I did. You, I want the Rolling Stones to play, and the Rolling Stones will they go do for it. five million dollars. Beyonce I'll, does. I'll it give for, you three yeah. songs, and and that's what they'll do. So we had read something about somebody had Beyonce or yeah, yeah. had went for ten million dollars to yeah, do one song. It was wild. So it was like so, uh, but Celine Dion has to bring her entire backup crew, her backup dancers, and one of the flaming backup dancers played by me. Uh, the FBI called him and said, we need you to kill while you're there singing whatever Celine Dion mm-hmm. song. We need to, we have five weeks to train you to be a, uh, a killer. Yeah. And he's of course very gay. And here's the funny, you understand how that's yeah, funny? Yeah, yeah. A gay guy's training to fight. Yeah. Back then they couldn't even be in the military. Saddam. That's hilarious. <laughs> you understand how this is funny? So it was basically me in funny outfits dancing around going, I can't shoot a gun straight. Everything about it was wrong, and we'd be in jail now for doing it today. Mm-hmm. But honestly, not a bad idea yeah. for a movie. You North know? Korea would have doxed you. Yeah, right, right, right. So that was the the premise being uh, now I as a dan- backup dancer, I get to go into the country, and I get to kill this guy. Yeah. And turned, we had a fun time doing it. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun shooting. But I, I believe during that that um, shoot, three days, four days, whatever we do, it, I was a bit of a prick. And I might have been kicked out of Hollywood. I may be kicked out of Hollywood now. Maybe that's why. If I try to get back into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like, I, I really do like uh, all of these guys. Um, but I, I remember there was times where they were like, let's do one more take. I'm like, no. No. It's fucking good. Well, the, it's done. Yeah. I'm not doing it again. The Sandlers do run Hollywood. Yeah, so they, you're no, out. No, no, no. I think Adam likes me. Yeah. Uh, and I think he likes me too. But I think I remember a couple of like shouting he did matches. Exchanges, yeah. And he was a sweet kid. And he was just like, I don't, I don't want to fuck with mm-hmm. him. He's been on this show a while. You know, then of course now he goes on to direct 25 movies and I'm on my kitchen table. So I think he won. He won in the end. Yeah. He's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we've all, what my point is, is we've all made mistakes in life and i just hope mine they'll come back to haunt me but even if they do what what are you going to take away from me yeah i I, there's nothing left here thank god i have you guys who listen to this podcast and a couple of advertisers who who are willing to come on for now they could they could bail too and uh and we're we were able to muddle through an hour here uh playing you know using illegal songs and eventually that's going to come back to bite us in the ass i don't think it is so it'll all come back to, to, to get us eventually. But at that point, here's what I'm hoping to do. I'm hoping to stretch this shit to 
62. Yeah. You know, and, and then. Yeah, you're, you're a real broadcaster. Yeah. 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 Then, then it's over. Yeah. Then I'm done never to be heard from again. Mm-hmm. I'll be out, you know, telling these same stories I'm telling you guys into a microphone to some poor person at a, at a you know, a feed store when I have to go get feed <laughs> for the goats that I feed in my yard when I live in the middle of nowhere, yeah. you know, on six acres. Like Val Kilmer in the documentary. Mm-hmm. But he, because he fucked up, you know, doing some stupid shit, he has to sell his New Mexico ranch. Oh. And, and now he lives in a single apartment, uh, you know, on Pacific Coast Highway, I think. That's what I gathered from just, and he looked very messy. Yeah. That was, I, these are my takeaway from it. It was a lot of interesting stuff in the documentary, but my one take was like, well, you know, like horrible, like Indian jewelry and mm-hmm. shit. He's got hanging on his walls behind yeah. him, but he, he, I feel like he's that type of guy, you know, he's got like a lot of, like, I don't uh, even shower. <laughs> You're like, Jesus. <laughs> he doesn't shower. There was a lot of like close ups of his toenails oh. and that, you know, those things. Why? Were, yeah, I know it was weird. Just let him There were several it. like toenail close ups and that, that was strange. And, uh, yeah, listen. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, he had he has very strange um, whisker uh, growth on his face. Mm-hmm. Like he's got about nine whiskers coming out. I don't know if, you, if any of you, have, any of you have to suffer through Peppa Pig like I do with my daughter. But he's got the same whisker growth as Peppa Pig's father, Daddy Pig, <laughs> okay. has like six whiskers coming out of his chin, and uh, at, so, so does, does um, Val. Val Kilmer. Yeah, it's strange. Maybe that's a chemotherapy thing, and if it is, my apologies. Um, but anyway, yeah, watch that. I'm I'm at the point now where I can't. I just look in the background of things, and I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't like the lifestyle. No. I don't like I don't like what he's got. I don't. What are the turquoise? A lot of turquoise. Uh. But then it turns out the turquoise I think was his mother's, so he was wearing it like for her. But he's he loads up with a lot of turquoise. Yeah. Well, but he's like in, a New Mexico. Yeah, guy, I was gonna say know? one in Rome. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah this. You buy you ever turquoise go to the, off the side of the road. Now, you're a guy who probably lands at the Vegas airport a lot, McCarran mm-hmm. Airport. There used to be, as you walked out of the McCarran Airport, there was a, I think it's still there, there's a turquoise dealer who's yeah. got like a long glass. I think COVID put him out. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Because that thing had been there forever. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, it's the, it was, there was a woman, and a husband and wife, I think, who mm-hmm. were behind, the, behind it. And I just, I don't, I guess people like impulse buy turquoise. It seems like an odd, in, like an impulse yeah. buy to me. But, you know, airport shopping is, Mm -hmm. I guess, essentially impulse buying. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Before I head over to the the Bellagio, let me get a couple of big giant turquoise Mm. rings, a bracelet, and, you know, how much is the wolf blanket? Yeah. The wolf howling (laughs) at the moon blanket. That's going to be another $45. Okay, throw on that wolf blanket, too. Yeah, let me get that as well. So, but anyway, do you God, ship it? Can you ship yeah, it? Like, yeah, like what am I gonna do with it yeah. now? I'm gonna fucking carry it around. Anyway, there was a split second in my life I thought it was gonna be. I thought I might get a bit of turquoise like wrist thing. Uh, didn't do it. Didn't make the fucking. Should have. Thank God I didn't pull the trigger on that. That would have come back. I feel to like bite that me. might be problematic now. That might be back to bite me. That would come back to bite me in the ass more so than anything I've ever mm. done sexually or uh, or you turquoise know, is at gonna. People. Yeah, turquoise is the new white guy with dreadlocks. Where you're like, you can't even wear that. Yeah. You're like, all right, fine. Yeah. Oh boy, this has been a fun episode. I've had a good time. Just th- guys, we added a second show to Philadelphia. Philadelphia, thank you for all you've done. You sold out the the eight o'clock. It's October second. I'm at the City Winery at a little. This is gonna. This show is gonna be so much fun. It's a. It's called the Loft. It's their little cool room. Hundred and fifty of us are gonna be back there. 
great sound system because they made it for bands and you're going to sit wine. They have great wines. They have great food. It's not a comedy club. There's no fucking nachos and that bullshit. Good food, good wine. We sit, we have some fun. Eight o'clock sold out. We added a 6 p.m., 6 p.m. And you say, 6 p.m., it's perfect. It's a wine place. Sit down, 6 p.m. Yeah, who's coming at 10.30? Yeah, yeah, the tickets are $20. $20 tickets, sit down, wine, 6 p.m. I'll have you out. You're home at 7.30, mm-hmm. probably, depending on where you live outside of Philadelphia. You're home. So that's that's fun. We got that. 6 p.m., go get those tickets. If we sell out two shows in Philadelphia, I'm officially back. Yeah. I'm 100% back. Uh, I believe I'm adding New York. I'm going to be City Winery New York uh, in the loft as well in January. I'll have those dates coming up soon. A fun show I'll be doing uh, in San Diego. San Diego, coming back down there on August 29th. It's a Sunday night. Let me get you that info. Hold on. Hold on. I have it here. Shit. Shit. Uh, Okay, the name of the place is called the Ale Smith Brewing Company. Oh, I guess they've been around. If you guys, you guys would know it if you live in that area. Ale Smith Brewing Company. It's a PB Backyard Comedy, uh, Pacific Beach Backyard Comedy. They do it. It's me, Ian Bag, Jesse May Peluso. Jesus, it's, it's a it's their twenty eighth year anniversary or whatever mm-hmm. of this place, the Ale Smith Brewing Company. And this is they're having a huge weekend of shows. And Sunday night, they close out with an epic comedy show, three headliners, Chris Frangiola, Ian Begg, Jesse May Peluso, and that is August 29th, Sunday night, uh, come down to the Alesmith Brewing Company in San Diego, Pacific Beach, whatever area that mm-hmm. is. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I, is there anything else? I don't I, know. There's, you know, we have the other shows that are coming up and more and more and more. I got some Heather. I got some fortune on the road with both of them. Alex and I are coming to uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Very excited to get back to my flavor. Hyenas in Fort Worth. Love it over there. I'm going to take Alex down to those country Western bars Ooh. over on, uh, it's, what is that they call it? Steel town or where the longhorns walk up and down the street, that area. Fucking guy, I'll love it. I'm buying some Tommy Llamas, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony Llamas, Tony you Llamas, son of a Tony bitch. Llamas. Um, anyway, that's it. We did it. Thank you. Um, what do we have to go? Uh, I wanted, you were thinking Tommy Bahama yeah, and I know. Tommy Llama. You got to make. I understand yeah. where your head was at. Which, which is funny because people who'd be caught in either of those stores would not be caught dead in the other. So <clears throat> exactly, good point. I was I was kind of thumbing through. Uh, well, you know what? We'll get to that next uh, one of the Patreon episodes or next time. I'm thumbing through this book. How successful people think. You know, it's been around forever. John C. Maxwell. And I, I realized I'm doing everything wrong. I don't know if I, somehow I found it in mm-hmm. like I was giving books away, and I was like, oh, let me just. I never opened it ever. Mm-hmm. Let me look at this, and it's. I'm doing everything wrong. I'm doing everything Which is crazy because you started thumbing through it, and bam, you sold out Philadelphia. Yeah, but I was uh, before I started reading about it. I, I probably would have sold it out much quicker had I had I done anything this book says. Anything I'm doing every single thing wrong, uh, according to uh, how successful people do it. Uh, all right, everybody. I, I, so to get what out of here, let's get out of here. Let's do something different. Is okay. that cool? Something we absolutely we'll do some cool. older hip hop, which we haven't wow. done. Wow. Wow. Okay. But this I, one, this, you know, I'll this, give it a shot. This one's for Andrew Cuomo. Wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now. You don't know much old hip hop, do you? I don't know. I'm, I'm, You'll who recognize. Is this? Uh, this De La Soul. Is, uh, this is uh, this is next. 
Oh, I don't even know what the fuck that is. You'll recognize the song. I don't think I will. Oh, it's too Hold close on. by next. You'll recognize it. You really don't know this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. You know this is we talking about a, a boner or something, yeah, right? Yeah, it's about girls feeling it when you're yeah, dancing. Yeah, when you're yeah. Dan- this is Sarah Colonna's favorite song. Yeah? Yeah. Well, wow. I just thought it'd be fun to do something that's not, a, you know, yacht yeah. rock. No, this is good. Well, I do know the song. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that's who this was. I, I didn't know this it was started like, uh, so I thought this was like, uh, sorry. You know, if I had to guess, I would. I thought this was like one of those uh, Warren G or something. Oh, you no. Know? I didn't no. know who this was. No, it's more R&B, I guess, not rap. But Yeah, this is very R&B. All right. Yeah, because he says something about if you feel a little poke or something, yeah. right? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Coming through, a little poke coming through while we're dancing. All right. And then he says, girl, I know you felt it. Oh. That's for that's for Andrew Cuomo. You shouldn't have done it. I don't know if he was dancing with girls, but, it, you know, there's like more and more stuff coming out. And it's just like, oh, God, what a... Yeah. You know... I mean, it's just one of those things where it just makes like a, just a weird workplace. You know, like if, if you're not into it, if you're not in, like, you're just like, oh, just stop yeah. talking to me. And he's like, oh, I like your outfit. And he's like, oh, fuck. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. You know, so it's just a weird it's place. It's too to, much. Yeah. I've dealt with people like that. Like, you know, like being with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like the- sometimes if you're like sitting amongst people and waitress comes over and you know it's like oh look at this beautiful waitress like, oh jesus just fucking order yeah. your food and mm. order your french fries my grandfather flirts with everybody yeah and it's yeah. like i know Whoa. Like, oh no stop all right thank you alex we did it we made it through thank you all for listening come out to live shows keep tell everybody about the cover to cover podcast we're having a fun time over here we got to get you know we're getting we're getting good we're getting good at it three years in. We're getting good at this, I think. Got more stuff coming up. Women's Day Magazine just got one. Interesting, Women's Day Magazine is my favorite to go through because it just basically, for all the strides we have made in this world, women, Andrew Cuomo included, you know, getting rid of people like that, Women's Day Magazine just still sticks with, hey, gals, get back in the kitchen yeah. and make you make a pie for your husband. Yeah. That's exact. Every page is, you got, you girls mm-hmm. need to make this pie for your husband. What are you doing out in the workplace? Yeah. No, 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 no. You're not working. You don't even need a car. Put an apron on and make a raspberry icebox pie for your husband, okay? That's that's what Women's Day does. So we got that coming up soon. I'm going to thumb through that and give you guys my opinions. And uh, more and more and more. Thanks. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.